are back with another episode of the Ricky Henderson Podcast, the greatest of all podcasts, the GOAP. I'm your host, Alex Espinoza. I'm glad to be joined by the creator of Uprooted Oakland. Wait, shit, hold on. I should actually get the name of it. It's Uprooted <laughs> Oakland, right? I should you get know, this right. It's, yeah. it's Uprooted. uprooted Oakland. Oakland. Twitter, Twitter has Uprooted taken, so it's Uprooted Oakland. I'll take either. Yeah, <laughs> Uprooted. Yeah, so Uprooted Oakland on Twitter. Um, all one word. This is James Carroll, the creator of it. Uh, he's been he's been grinding since April pretty much every day. And I don't think you've taken a day off. It seems like <laughs> I feel like so, it. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, so James, thanks, man. Appreciate it. No, I it, all all the honor goes to you for uh, yeah. even considering me. Uh, mm-hmm. Going after Melissa is uh, a tough act to follow, uh, but yeah. <laughs> And somebody can click on this. Uh, no. Yeah. Where's your insider info, man? I demand some insider I, info. I can make <laughs> want. Um, you know, it's uh, it's trade deadline season, so I could just throw anything out there. Uh, <laughs> one might pick it up and say, "Hey, you know, on this podcast, they talked about sources. Juan Soto <laughs> is going to go for uh, Montas, Murphy, and um, let's throw in uh, Max Muncie, and that's the that's the hot." Hot ticket. <laughs> Soto to the A's confirmed. Yeah. <laughs> First. Yeah. <laughs> well, dude, so yeah, I'm curious. Like, uh, I'm are you from the Bay Area? You've been a lifelong A's fan. Like, what, what kind of inspired you to start the account in the first place? Yeah. So I grew up in Hayward, uh, which is not very far from Oakland. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, um, I've lived there most of my life. I'm still in the Bay Area now. Um, I've been going to games for a long, long time. Uh, my dad's been a season ticket holder or partial season ticket holder for a long time, a little different this year, but, you know, uh, just been following the A's nonstop. I, I'm a big sports guy in general, but my passion is with the A's and watching baseball and just, I know a lot of my friends and my family, maybe not my dad, but other family members don't really get how I could, I mean, we're 101 games into the season. <laughs> yeah. My, my wife is like, how? How are yeah. we? How do we have sixty? Yeah, games? there's still sixty games for you. Yeah. That's insane. Um, so, yeah. uh, but it it never it just whips by for me. I, it's yeah. every single year. Um, the off season it just crawls, and um, you know it's just yeah. I just love the A's. Um, uh, probably part of that is the proximity to Oakland, but mm-hmm. um, my family's always been A's since the A's came. Um, I am disappointed to say that I. I formerly had some Giants fans in my family, but they've since been converted. <laughs> um, and that, that's like the old school pre-A's days. I was just going to say, like, I love your account, man. You've been putting in, you know, you've been live tweeting, uh, you know, doing a lot of play-by-play. You were all over the draft. Yeah. Uh, you sick quote graphics, like the final score graphics. Uh, it's it's yeah. awesome account, so I highly recommend. Like, you're all over it. If I Sometimes if I, like, not uh, can't watch a game, I just go to your account and see what happened because you give the detailed play-by-play. You know, I love yeah. it. Yeah. It definitely been a goal because like there are people that cover the A's still, uh, but it's not nearly as in depth. It's like uh, two people. It's like Matt Kawahara and Martin. And if they have a day off, it's like you have to find who's covering the team that day. Yeah, like, yeah. It, it's nuts, too, because like I, I get it because, you know, there's usually a boss upstairs that's saying, hey, we want you to dedicate this much energy into this portion of your job. Yeah. And, um, you know, the Susan Slusser days are are unfortunately over where she's like just on it um and it's it's nobody's fault it's just kind of the way that it's gone on a's twitter uh so uh i think kind of like step one is just to make the season fun is to talk about the season even if it's torture 
like yeah. fun, fun parts of torture. Yeah. And that's what the season is. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree with what you were saying before. There's kind of like a lack of just lack of coverage in general. And that's kind of why I started this blog uh, a couple of years ago. It was, just, it was like a quarantine project. And I was like, you know, I have nothing else to do. I'm watching the A's every day anyways. I might as well do something about it, you know? So yeah. well, I, I get it. It's like uh, you're turning like, um, I don't want to say useless hobby, but you're kind of just like, man, I'm, I'm dedicating this many hours to it anyways. Let's try to create something with it. Yeah. And share, share in the experience. Yeah. And it just makes, um, I'd like to think that just by talking about it, it inspires other people to talk about it. Even if it's just like a, a one-off frustrated reply tweet or, you know, someone else wants to cover it in a very similar way or contribute whatever, because there's a lot of aspects yeah. of the coverage stuff that I, I don't know how to do. And I'm not going to pretend I know how to do. I mean, the older I get, the more out of touch I get. So if someone wants to make like A's TikTok and take off there, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not touching that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but also it's funny because now I've realized once you start something like this, it also becomes a monster too. Right. It's like the flip side too. Right. So like, absolutely. It's, Cause you're, you're doing all your own graphics and everything. Right. So that yeah. like, even like con doing the concepts and coming yeah. up with all that, it takes a while to get there. Right. Yeah, like, it it yeah. took a long time. And I was like, one of my, my, problems as a person is that I want the start to be just super streamlined. I want it to be, this is the logo I'm going to run with yeah. and I might change it down the line, but I don't want to be changing the logo six times in the first week. Yeah. I want the launch to be the launch. Um, and if it's not going to be close to perfect, then, you know, I don't really want to do it. Yeah, uh, sure. It's made, made this tough because I've been thinking about doing uprooted for you know, probably long-term, like two years. Yeah. Um, after I, I kind of took a break off of writing when my first son was born. Um, but, you know, I, I was like, Hey, about a year ago, I was like, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to sketch out some, some logos. I'm going to make a list of the things I got to do, uh, and try to nail this out. And my first thought was like, I'm going to launch this the last day of the season or, you know, some, somewhere around yeah. that last year uh and then i was like ah maybe that's not a good idea let's hold hold off yeah and we had the lockout lockout yeah and it was, <laughs> oh, wow this is not not great uh not great timing there's not a lot of interest in baseball right now and then oh uh we're we're opened up again but the a's are going to trade everyone um so if there was there probably isn't a worse time to start something like this in a lot of ways <laughs> Because uh, I, I mean, I, I came out of the gate thinking like, hey, if I can get to 500 followers by the end of the year, then it's it's a huge success. Yeah. Because, you know, there there's there's not a whole lot of reason for people to tune it. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. Like, like, I'm going to do it regardless. But for anyone to care about it, care about me watching it. No. Yeah. So it, it's been, uh, you know, it's super gratifying that people have jumped on and joined in. And I, I'm thinking even as the A's are kind of streaking now that there, there seems to be a little more positivity. And I'm getting more engagement on my stuff too in the past week, dude. Like oh, great. You like uh, put out, you know, Hey, the A's are down nine to one, but um, we made a sick defensive play. You get like two likes on it, but if it's, <laughs> if it's a, a a home run that busted open in the eighth inning everyone loves it yeah and so it's just like please A's, do something 
do anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, how are you feeling about? I mean, I, I mean, this is probably like the. I'm. I know there's still like what 25 games under 500, whatever it is. Like they're still abysmally under. What is it, 36 and 63 or something like that? I don't know. Yeah, something, it's like somewhere right around there. I don't know, but like. This is they still gotta be feeling great, right? Six and two after the break. They just swept the Astros. Steph Curry was just in their locker room. Like morale's probably at like an all-time high right now, even though they're like which is, which is amazing because yeah, yeah. of the way that they were trending, you kind of figured that by the trade deadline, that there'd be like this this gloom and doom of man, how many more days do we have with Frankie? Man, are we gonna lose our leader in Sean Murphy? Um, we are in theory still hey, could happen, still could happen. <laughs> it could happen, but at least now it's like, hey, we're feeling pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're excited about it. Let's live it up. Um, let's enjoy the time we've got. Um, it doesn't feel like they're kind of because there's other teams that just feel like I mean, you look at like the Cubs right now and they like know the writings on the wall, and yeah. you're seeing them have like these sentimental send-offs practically, like in the dugout during yeah. the <laughs> There's none of that yeah. In, yeah. That, that you've at least seen on TV. That yeah. People aren't like hugging. I, I think because there's some uncertainty. Because I, I think, yeah. you know, David Force has come out and said, like, yeah, we don't need to treat Frankie. Trade Frankie will do it for the right deal or whatever, you know? So it's yeah. like, I don't uh, think anybody really knows, honestly. I don't even think don't. the front office knows, dude. <laughs> you know? They don't. And I think they're trying to really play up the, uh, we don't have to do anything. So you need to overwhelm us. Yeah, that's a, that's smart. I mean, that's good. Yeah, I mean, it's a smart. It's good negotiating. They're yeah. going to say it, uh, but I think the reality is that the A's want to move pieces. Um, at the end of the day, the question is: Is X player going to be able to contribute to the team in 2025 when we hope to be competitive? 2024, 2025, yeah. whatever you think it is. Yeah, Frankie probably not, just because um, I highly doubt that by that time the A's are going to extend him. So that the writing on the wall is that he is going to go. Sean Murphy is kind of a little bit of a, more of a wobbler because a lot more control. And Langoliers is also making that a little different too, you know? Yeah, it's just, there's so many factors into it. I mean, even just like the thought of like Juan Soto and Shohei Otani being on the market at all, I'd imagine that teams are just like, look, I could trade like my, you know, top, uh, like number four through eight prospects to the A's from Montas, or I can keep some of those guys and hopefully package it into a bigger deal for one of these other guys. And do I really want to sell out from sell out for Montas when I could have a shot at soda? Yeah. It's just kind of a weird, weird spot. Yeah. Um, like who would have thought even like four months ago that that would, we'd be like, Hey, uh, Soto and Otani might be on. <laughs> dude. It's so yeah, that like trout has like a back thing. It's like, dude, what is happening, man? It's what? just, and then the A's are just rattling off all these wins and, storming into the playoffs baseball's up <laughs> well dude i was uh, ben ross had a funny tweet yesterday uh like he's a local sports broadcaster yeah. he's done a lot of a's and giants stuff and uh yeah. yeah he had a funny tweet he's like yeah a's are six and two since the break and giants are own seven it's just like oh man like the a's are more they're the more entertaining team because even when they lose it's like entertaining losses you know it's like yeah. the, the a's are like like you know that that other game was at eleven to nine or whatever they scored like eight runs but they lost like I don't know it's still like fun you know it's it's, like, it's madness and that I think that's uh, what made the first half of the season so disappointing outside of like that initial, that initial road trip where they like 
win 500 and shocked a lot of people. Yeah, they were like 10 and 8 at one point. I was like, this is the high water mark of the year. Yeah. Whoa, <laughs> Kevin Smith is a monster all of a sudden. Dude, I was a believer. Yeah. He's, he's keeping pace with with uh with Chapman. Maybe we made made a, a great trade. I still have I still have love for Kevin Smith and I think he could be good. He's yeah, great yeah. defensively, but like it felt like, hey, this is exciting. Uh, a couple of those Rays games felt insane. Yeah. Um, and then after that, it was just like weeks of, hey, are we going to get four hits today? Dude, that, gonna- that was a brutal stretch, yeah. Oh, man, it felt like, hey, we got four hits, and um, three of them were singles. Yeah, like May and June, basically. It was it was oh. basically like that basically all of May and June, I felt like. Yeah, yeah. It, it was yeah. brutal to watch and really, I mean, even as like a diehard, it's, it's hard to watch. Yeah, hard, hard to watch, and it's just, almost like a, it's like a, you have an addiction. You're like, well, I, I can't. I had caps. I have to watch because it's on TV, but I don't want to. But I have to. I like, hey, I, I'm this far into the season, and I just <laughs> it, it can't get worse than this. And, and that's kind of my approach with a lot of things. Is like the home record. Um, they like that home record, hit like all time bad. They were on pace for the worst home record in the history of baseball. Yeah, and. And now it's better, but at yeah. the time it's just like, you know, this is so bad. It's, yeah, it's, I mean, if they're losing in Oakland, it's even worse because that place is just that place is just you know um, yeah. graveyard yeah, or whatever. Telling yeah. you to to win is just man, but it, obviously things are turned around a little yeah. bit. Um, so all I really wanted out of the season was a little bit of excitement. Um, yeah, kind of coming into it, I was like, hey, I want obviously let the kids play at some point. I didn't. I think that was going to be right out of the gate. It was um, a pipe dream to think that like Langoliers would be called up in May. It's just not going to happen, yeah. but let the kids play at some point, which I think can still come and probably will come depending on how this trade deadline goes. Um, try to upset some teams like we have the last couple of weeks. We've seen it. Um, they've upset the Astros. They've been exciting, competitive against all the, even when they face the Yankees, they looked pretty good it was exciting yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but just be like that underdog that is like a thorn in the side going down the stretch like you know i it's it's hard to dislike the mariners more than the astros but make it hard for them because they made it hard hard for the a's down the stretch last year like serve it right back up make this you know have have these like fringe guys that have been made fun of all year come through in august and september just to make life hard for all these other teams. And it's exciting to watch because yeah. you're going in and you, you can't be hurt anymore. Like that's, that's just how it is. Like I, Lou Trevino goes out for the ninth and he blows a save. It's whatever. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. But when he doesn't blow a save, it feels real good. Yeah. Dude. It's almost like clockwork. He comes in. It's like, something's going to happen. Like you just know something is going to happen. Like uh, I, 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 I bet he's only had a handful of clean innings all year. Um, you know. Oh, it's absolutely. And it's, it's crazy. Cause like you're watching it and so many times <laughs> it's like, just blows them away. Three pitches and just like sick break. The fastball's got movement. The, the, the batter looks like they're swinging underwater. And then the next batter is like, Hmm, that was solid contact, but you know, good hard line out and then walk a batter on four pitches and then give up like a, a 500 foot tank. And you're just like, oh, I have no idea how to interpret any of this. <laughs> you well, yeah, you, you, yeah, well, you were talking about like, uh, you know, trying to find excitement in the season. I think for me, uh, the biggest bright spot this year has been Cole Irvin. I think he just looks yeah. like, um, like, 
like whoa is this like mark Mulder? like what happened like <laughs> you know it's it's crazy he, it's just, he and blackburn in a lot of ways are similar just because like neither of them have incredible incredible stuff no yeah but they are confident in what they throw yeah. and they are going to throw it and they're going to go up they do not they just hit their spots they just know how to hit, hit their, their spots, spots yeah. and they don't change their approach based on who's coming up i mean like the way that cole urban and i know it's a lefty lefty matchup but Jordan Alvarez, when he comes up to the plate, you'd expect someone like Cole Irvin to, with his stuff, to maybe, you know, not come right at him, but he comes right at him. And that 92 cheese, dude. Yeah. Jordan <laughs> can't handle it. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's great. I, I, I love watching him pitch. Yeah. Cause I was looking at uh, just some numbers today. I think for pitchers who have under a 350 ERA, he's the only guy with less than 100 strikeouts and he has like 75 strikeouts. It's like yeah. he's like finding a new way to pitch and it's like then and I went to his it, baseball it, savant it, page and it's basically his walks, like he's like 90th percentile on walks. Yeah. Everything else he's getting battered around like he's like in a 20th percentile but yeah. It's crazy. He makes it work. Yeah, he, he knows how to yeah. He reminds me a lot of of Brett Anderson um in a lot of ways um but he's just been a little more yeah. dependable. And that's, yeah, yeah. yeah that's, sure. that's, a, that's a really good comp. Yeah. Like the good Brad Anderson and approach, yeah. but he doesn't get injured yeah. nearly as much. Yeah. Um, and his, his home numbers are, are insane. <laughs> I mean, like for like as the much, opposite of Blackburn, <laughs> I, I thought the same thing. I was like, I, would I be as, and the, kind of going back to the trade stuff, Blackburn and Irvin may get some interest. I don't know how much interest, but would you be more interested as a, a potential suitor in a team, in a play, a pitcher that was dominant at home or dominant on the road? <laughs> and I, I don't know what the answer is. Oh, I don't think they would. They wouldn't care about that. Do you think? I, I, I mean, somewhat. Cause like, I mean, obviously it depends how deep you're going to dig into it, but Hey, uh, Blackburn hasn't pitched great at the Coliseum, but if he plays for the, you know, insert team, the uh, or whatever. he's not going to play. He's not going to play at the Coliseum a whole lot. Yeah. Um, or hey, uh, you know, Blackburn's not pitching it well at home. Maybe it's uh, he gets jitters at home, and maybe that's a bad thing. Maybe he won't be able to pitch at Yankee Stadium or whatever else. Oh man, I just got a message saying we only got ten minutes left, but uh, maybe we'll. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if we can make it through. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what about Too you? Sure. What's your uh, What's your bright spot? I mean, like, what, what's what's like getting you most excited? You know. Oh, um, man, just one bright spot. Uh, I think right now it's got to be Sean Murphy just turning it around because yeah. there was so much, yeah, um, just so much expectation. Like, hey, we're giving you the reins for this offense. You're going to be hitting in the three or four hole every single day and now you get the shot to hit 25 home runs and knock everybody in and be a clutch hitter and may and june were absolutely abysmal for him uh he he couldn't hit and then he was even worse with it felt like every time we had runners in the score scoring position murphy would just shrink yeah. and it was it was a bad feeling because it was like man i know you're better than this and it's just not working and then like the dark days of like, even with this team, he was hitting in the seven hole and the eight hole. And I was like, eh, you know, this is this yeah, yeah. really bad. Yeah. You know, maybe, maybe he's made a mistake, but he's swinging with confidence. Now he takes big boy rips 
every ting- every single time he swings. I love, uh, I love his dude when he connects with one. It's so beautiful. Like he's like a really pretty right-handed swing. It's hard for a right-hander to have a pretty yeah. swing, but he does, dude. Yeah, it's a really pretty swing. And honestly, this is a weird thing to say. It's a very pretty swing and miss because yeah. uh, he does. That, <laughs> like, he like swings through and like brings his like uh, his upper arm biceps over his head. It's just, <laughs> His whole body's into it. Obviously, yeah. I prefer that he connects with it because then it's really no, yeah, I, his feet like can't even stay on the ground. His, his everything just torques. It's crazy. Yeah, it, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's any. Uh, I think that he's a more balanced hitter right now, which yeah. is because like a couple months ago, you'd watch him and it's just like the low stuff. He was swinging through low stuff that was like practically in the dirt and just whiffing. But now he's just like, I mean, he's working walks. He's hitting everything in different parts of the zone. He's not trying to do too much. Um, it's it's just really fun to watch and, and good to see him. Hopefully, he hasn't played himself into a trade prematurely, but, yeah. um, you know, it, he, it's been a bright spot, especially. I, I think it's kind of lifted the A's in general as you they're going the same way as, as Sean Murphy's going. Yeah, and it seems like a, a, some other guys have kind of turned it up lately too with this recent hot streak. Like, Kemp has kind of turned it up. And yeah. uh, Sky Bold has, like, come out of nowhere to, like, learn how to hit. Uh, and I, and then, uh, I love being proven wrong on that. me too i think it was like when he it was like he was still in the phase where he was hitting like 91 or something like that you know like the classic uh zero nine one the sky bolt average or whatever he he was like i thought he was gonna be a career 100 hitter i just thought like this is this is all we've seen yeah at one point i tweeted that i was like you know i think he's proven he can't hit an mlb level yeah and like um like a few days later i don't know every but like the past 10 days or you know maybe two weeks with the break and his injury you know, he's been, he's been doing solid. He's been, I think he's had three dingers in the past, like three weeks or something like that. Like, yeah, he's got, he's got as many, uh, he's got more home runs than Christian Pache. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, so it's like, if, if yeah. he told me that was going to be the case by now, I'd be like, no, yeah, no way. That's yeah. Not, yeah. No way. Yeah. Uh, but it, it, it's honestly watching him and Kemp, same thing. Yeah. There's so much that goes into the mentality of it. And you can see that he's playing with more confidence. He's not afraid to swing at different pitches, pitches that he's struggled against. Um, and he's a different player now than he was a couple of weeks ago. Cause before it kind of just seemed like he was scared. He was, he was scared, not just in at the plate, but scared to make jumps in the outfield, kind of scared to take leads on base. And it just like that mental block would make him make bonehead boneheaded plays. Yeah. But it's good to see him get past that because, you know, I, I love being wrong about that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and and also I think Caprillion has been pitching pretty well lately too. I think I saw something where he had like a two point oh five or something like that over a few yeah, stars he, or something like that. Like, he's looked real good. Um, yeah. And I I'm a big believer in his stuff because like it looks good. Um, I hope that he can because he's such he's you can tell that he focuses a lot on strikeouts. Yeah. I want to be a big strikeout guy. I want to and he said it in post game like I want to be a strikeout guy and prove I'm a strikeout guy. You don't have to be. Yeah. If, I, I would much rather you go six or seven innings and go like the core because he's got the good stuff to. Yeah, it's hard for him to get. He can't even get into the like past the sixth inning, basically. Yeah. Because it, it's crazy because he like yeah. it's the frustrating like a young pitcher thing where it's like O2 count real quick and then he kind of nibbles, nibbles, foul off some good pitches. Suddenly it's an eight pitch at bat, three two count, and you lose him on a walk. And that, that's brutal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, speaking of young pitchers, I, I think it's really interesting. I mean, they, you know, they developed Irvin. They picked him out of the kind of for cash from the Phillies and yeah. turned into it like a fan. I think he's like number nine in the American League in ERA. 
they held on to Blackburn, developed him. You know, they made Frankie into what he is. Like, I, I'm. Who do you think is maybe next on? You know, I I really liked. I remember there was that one series in Detroit. It was like Logue and Adrian Martinez had like back to back back really good starts. I was like, oh man, they yeah. are stacked. But then I look at their numbers and it's, it's not as – I think Martinez has like a five – let me pull it up. I just was looking at it. Martinez is scary because he's, he's – He's kinda, got a 5.5 year rate and 1.4 whip, and that's like, woof, that's brutal, man. And, yeah. and he's he's kind of stunk it up at various times in Vegas too, which is even scarier. No, that's what I mean. Those are his numbers in Vegas. That's yeah, yeah. That's, crazy. that's yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. So it's like – but he's also shown flashes <clears throat> like a, a big league pitcher. Dude, he looks oh. so good in Detroit. I was like, who is this guy? This guy's yeah. amazing. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, well, you know, we know who Detroit is now. Yeah. <laughs> and it kind of tempers it yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Um, as far as development, guys, um, I who, yeah, or who do you just think? Because I know you, you pay a lot of attention to the minor leagues, right? Like who, who do you quite, quite a bit? Uh, I I really like Logue's stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that if he what bit him in the middle of the year or in the middle of his trajectory was that he was getting bit by the long ball and it was just killing him. That's what happened here too. When he came back, right. He just like throws out meatballs, right. It's, it's just random like, meatballs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but man, his stuff looks good. And yeah. that's so many like good options in pitching in general that he doesn't necessarily have to be a starter. I think he'd be a good reliever. Um, and I think there's a lot of guys that kind of fall that, uh, where like, you know, when Honeywell comes back, he's going to hopefully, as long as his arm works, he's going to be able to slot in somewhere and, and eat innings. And I think it's going to be a cool dynamic uh, with just various um, various arms that we haven't seen a whole lot of. Um, and it's kind of like, like Acevedo this year is just blindsided everyone as being – a, a dominant dude, he's like unbelievable he's putting up some crazy numbers dude like he's, he's people can't hit him dude it's wild yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's weird because like i i thought one of the biggest mistakes the a's made when they started like um you know bringing back the old guys is like why didn't we why didn't the a's bring back petite petite yes and they're well and then they were like well here here's Acevedo instead and i was kind of thinking uh, I don't know about that. Well, also when um, uh, who was that? Adela's Garrett when he got hurt. I thought that was going to be a big deal too, dude. I was like, oh yeah. man, because on paper he looked like, hey, this guy could be the setup, the setup pitcher. Um, and then he went down, and I'm like, oh, well, I liked uh, Jimenez like right out of the gate, dude. Uh, he, yeah, I really want him to come back soon, dude. He's uh, he's, he's fun to watch too. He's like a great. He's like like I. He seems like a closer to me, man. I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. I, I love his stuff. Um, his, I don't know, they call it a curveball slider. Whatever that breaking ball is, yeah. is thick. Um, and if he's able to kind of tunnel those two pitches together, I, I can't imagine that too many guys can hit that because yeah. um, he throws gas and then he snaps that thing off and it's just unfair. Um, so it's, it's a lot of cool stuff. And I mean, Zach Jackson's a lot of the same where you like, he's got intensity um, a little wild at times, but he's got intensity and he's got good stuff. And it's just like, there's so many interesting arms that have kind of come out of the woodworks this year. Like I even just thinking back to April, we thought that the worst part of the team was going to be the bullpen. Yeah. There's a bunch of, sure, yeah. <laughs> a bunch of nobodies. So we're like, well, a bunch of nobodies. And then AJ Puck. No, it was like a million rookies. Yeah. It was just like, like literally like all rookies. Yeah. He's like approaching 30 rookies. And then AJ Puck, who at the time we thought was made of glass and Lou Trevino, who no one trusted. 
So it was just like, well, this is going to be, we're going to just watch this bullpen. This is a disaster, yeah. Oh, a bunch of games. And they really haven't this year. I mean, there's been a couple rough, rough ones, but for the most part, it's mostly been like, hey, they're, the A's are losing and they put in a, a long man and he doesn't perform and then they get blown out. But it hasn't been a whole lot of like, like blowing it by the closer crooked number that you'd expect or that we expected at the beginning. It's been, a, they've been, they've been pretty dependable. When the team's doing bad or not great at the major league level, you like look at the minors and you're just like, man, this team in three years is going to be sick. And I kind of feel that way. I don't know if it's just like part of the delusion of everything. <laughs> like there are so many players that are start, there are players that are doing well in the minors. And then there's players that have, that have kind of underperformed that are starting to heat up. I mean, like even just like watching Max Muncy highlights, he looks electric yeah. and out of nowhere, just, it, it feels like things are coming together together. Yeah. Um, every Langlier's highlight feels like, man, this guy is, he just seems like a big leaguer. Like he just seems like a big leaguer who's just trapped in AAA for some reason. <laughs> yeah. well, that some reason is that uh, you've got the, the sickest organizational uh, catching depth in the league by far. Yeah. Uh, so, but he he could go. I mean, um, it's kind of scared me what the A's might do to try to fit them both in the lineup if if Murphy survives the deadline. Um, just because like Langlers has played the outfield in the past. I can make Murph DH like you know, but, but Murph loves to catch. Murph loves to be behind the plate, though. Exactly, so. it just feels weird to yeah split time when you've got two incredible catchers. Yeah, oh, so, I, I don't know. I maybe they could just like both suit up and take turns like every batter or something. Well, like well Tyler Soderstrom, do you? Uh, I, actually, I think it's uh, Melissa said Soderstrom. She she pronounces Soderstrom, so I don't know. I think it's Soderstrom. I always call him Soderstrom. I go I, back and forth, but yeah. I'll say it. However, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it up. I mean, we've been saying apparently saying Canna wrong for that was so funny, dude. And then like the wife, well, it was funny because Canna yeah. said that on the air, and then his wife's like, "No, it's Canna. It's not Kenya or Kanya or whatever." Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. It, I mean, I don't know. I I think he I think <laughs> Kanya. I think he he takes it more as a joke, and um, I, I at least that was my interpretation of it. But yeah. I'll say people's names however they they want me to pronounce it yeah that was hilarious i mean yeah. I, i'm sure i've been saying certain names wrong <laughs> in my head just like over and over again just like i mean even just like uh henry bolty yeah that was a, that was where i was thinking too i was like me and melissa i was like is it bolt is it bolty yeah. i don't yeah. know yeah. and like okay it's bolty now until yeah. you tell it's not yeah uh, but yeah i mean um Soderstrom Soderstrom whatever you want to say yeah you want him at first base or catcher what do you what oh, do you think absolutely, absolutely first base yeah I think so too uh, I, I think move. One, yeah. one thing that could derail him is injuries which he's kind of been beat up behind the plate and now that Susak is has been drafted he's kind of been forced into that role of hey you're not going to play catcher anymore you might every once in a while but there's no reason for you to play everyday catching anymore so let's get your bat developed let's get you to be I mean, there it's a black hole at first base for the A's right now. Like, don't get me wrong, Seth Brown and all the fill-ins have, have done well, but there's not there's not a first baseman. Yeah. I mean, the fact that you've got Matt Davidson in the conversation to play first base still, and Stephen Vogt to eat innings at first base. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you know, hey, um, 
It's funny. It's like, damn, they really miss Trish from Bethancourt. That's how bad it is. <laughs> you know? And they like, all the first basemen, the A's <laughs> this year at the major league level, and all those guys who are like athletic and can get by with their athleticism. But then you like watch them take certain plays, and you're just like, that. I, I mean, like, I don't play professional baseball, so I can play first base better than you. But that doesn't look like what I've watched other first basemen do. Yeah. We've seen it, especially like. Pinder, like, obviously he's dealt a bad hand trying to, you know, being plugged into first base, but yeah. uh, that pickoff attempt and then like the short hop and not being able to play it, it's like, ugh, it's, yeah. uh, it's like. And then that's how noisy got sent down again today because he can't play yeah. defense. It's like, damn, well, he can't really, I mean, he can't really hit it. I guess he can't really do much, I guess. You know? Yeah, I, I, I really like the way. He, he started out so hot, though. It was crazy. Yeah. He was, yeah. And he, I think that the league's kind of changed how they pitch him, which has made it a little bit tougher. And then he's not playing every day. So it's hard to make yeah. those adjustments with the league. Um, he was playing really good defense since he got called up. Uh, he went like a long stretch without any errors. And then it just kind of came apart um, again. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's necessarily his fault. He obviously puts a lot of effort into it. Um, but, you know, that's, yeah. that's how the shuffle goes. You see, do you want to see Pache get called back up? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I, I think, think yeah. um, Bolt's like making them hold their horses a bit because he's actually hitting the games. Well, there's just like you look at like what the outfield is right now and you think Loriano could potentially be traded. Um, Piscotti probably is at the end of his serviceable time, but like, he's been hitting well. Obviously, he had a yeah, had the dinger, the Steven yeah. to Steven. Yes, yeah. Steven. Uh, <laughs> uh, Kemp isn't really an outfielder. He's kind of just like an athletic guy that goes out and left. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like if only you had to catch the ball, that'd be fine. But there's also the throwing aspect. Yeah, <laughs> kind of just like well, when you think about it, it's like there's a lot of a lot of positions open in the outfield potentially, and there could be more opening up. Mm-hmm. So you know, if he was if Pache was trying to fight for like a middle infield position right now. I'd be a little more scared because, like, you know, you want to get – it's getting crowded with, like, even Joe Bride coming out of nowhere and Nick Gallen and uh, Machine. Joe Bride's got to change his number. I can't take the 77, dude. I can't take it. 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 <laughs> I feel like we're still in spring training. But Me too. Maybe, yeah, that's how I feel. He's got, his eye, he's got his eyes on uh, somebody who's in trade talks. He's like, hey, I call dips. That's when he's funny, out, yeah. I'll that. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. Well, I – it's funny, like honestly, you, you mentioned the outfield thing. It's like yeah, that the first base, it's pretty much I feel like they have catchers and they have Nick Allen, and then everything yeah. else they, they got holes, they got to figure out everything else, you know. Yeah, it's, it's just a bunch of guys that can play different things, yeah. Um, so you know, I, I, but uh, Pache is, is a center fielder, yeah. he could be plugged in elsewhere, but he is a center fielder, yeah. And if he gets called up, doesn't matter who's out there, he is the center fielder. He is the, their best option at center. Um, and there's really not that much other or in, in the organization where you think like, wow, this is, um, there's someone that could play center better, which is good. I, th- I think as long as he comes up and he really doesn't have to do much. If he gets called back up and he's able to hit 230 and swipe some bags, yeah. then you, you take it. Yeah, um, for sure. So his defense is just so good. Yeah. It's just so good. And you felt it right once he got called down. It's yeah. just like, man. Because yeah, Skybull had some bad misplays, too. He had some, like, weird turnarounds. Like, yeah, you know. just, like, weird 
throw. You mean like three sixties in the outfield? Not really, but you know, and it, the shoulder turn when you turn your shoulders twice in a that's oh, not I, good. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Just like yeah. that, like that game of inches is kind of the thing that like frustrates me watching Elvis a lot this year. It's just like. Man, I've, been, I've been pleasantly actually i feel like he's way better than i thought he was gonna be you know yeah. I, I had to look it up because i was like how what pace is he on right now for doubles oh. he's on pace to have the second most doubles in a single season in his career that's wild that's that is wild yeah if, if you told me that at the beginning of the year i'd be like no way yeah it, it which is interesting because like you know now he's he's forcing the conversation hey i should be playing every day and hitting in the upper part of this lineup, um, which gets you closer and closer to that Albatross contract vesting uh, next season. Yeah. Uh, so it'll be, that'll be an interesting thing to watch and see how they, they approach that. All right. All right. It's got a couple more for you. I know you got a couple of young, I don't know how you're doing all these tweets with the two kids under two years old or whatever, but pretty yeah. good on you. <laughs> uh, it's a lot of, um, you know, child neglect. No, I'm just kidding. It's a lot of, uh, you know, I, I like to consider them my my interns. So I bounce ideas <laughs> off them, and they're they're mostly. Yeah, them. you run the tweet by them, like, hey, does this hit? Is this a good yeah. tweet? Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll let them um, And sometimes, you know, cheap, I, cheap labor. <laughs> typos on them. So anytime someone wants to call out a typo on on any oh. of my six thousand tweets, it's you're you're making fun of a two year old. Yeah, the baby had the phone. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, um, one thing I want to talk about is uh, Nick. I mean, we mentioned Nick Allen. Do you want to see him long term at second base or shortstop? Where, where do you think he's better suited? I like him at second base more. Yeah, um, yeah me too. I think ultimately, I they think, all, yeah, the A's also don't have a shortstop, <laughs> they yeah. really don't have anything. Yeah, or, well, I don't I mean, know, unless Nick I, Allen is the guy. I, I haven't watched a whole lot of Max Muncy because he's, he's a little harder to watch, just like because he's at the lower levels, yeah. but if he is at least somewhat serviceable at short and could be plugged in there, then I'm all for having Nick Allen play second and yeah. Max Muncy over at short, um, which is kind of, it's so funny to think that there's kind of another hole in short right now, because there was so long where it felt like the A's were just loaded up with short stops that yeah. were going to be majorly like, Still can't well, believe the let Simeon go, man. Well, I, 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 I can't believe it, but it's also like, damn. <laughs> it, it, it felt like at the beginning of the year, we're like, oh, well, this kind of worked out. Like, I, I hate to see him struggle, but like the A's dodged a bullet here. And then he turns it on and we're like, okay, well, maybe, maybe the A's probably should have decided. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I mean, like even thinking about like the Addison Russell days and stuff, you like look at all these shortstops that were so promising and you're like, wow, the A's have all these shortstops and we'll just have the best one play like short. From Tejada to Crosby and then just kept on yeah. going. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then Elvis Andrews. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, but yeah, I, I think Nick Allen, I mean, Nick Allen can play anywhere, I'm sure, and be fine. But I like him at second. Yeah, I like him uh, at second too. I feel like he's just, not, I don't know if it's just because he's small and I just, it's just like a physical bias. I'm just like, oh, this guy looks like a second baseman or something, yeah. but he looks great over there, dude. Yeah, yeah, and I think you can kind of hide like the way that the, the game plays now. You kind of need more of a bat at short and second base. You can kind of hide your guy who's kind of like that slap hitting, like working walks, laying down sack bunts. You can hide him at second. Um, and that's how I think Nick Allen kind of profiles a little bit more. He's still got pop. He can still come through. Yeah, I, but, I like um, him. He's he's fun to watch, man. Like I remember waiting forever for Nick Allen to like to come up, and it's fun to watch him, dude. He's he's good. Yeah, he, yeah. he's a lot of fun. I mean, even watching him in the Olympics and stuff, you're just like, this guy 
this guy's a, a big leaguer. You yeah. can tell. And he, even though he looks 12, yeah. this guy. <laughs> Look at us being optimistic about the, the worst team in the American League. How about hey, that? Yeah. The best, <laughs> the best team in the last seven games. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, I uh, just want to wrap up. What are you, what are you kind of looking for? Um, I mean, I, I think in the next heading into the deadline, I mean, I guess, you know, they, they got a three game set with the White Sox. I think Frankie, there's a chance he could throw, what is it on? Um, or, or no, I guess the, I mean, they haven't announced the starter on Sunday, but I'm trying to think when was his last day? I don't know if that's five days rest for him. Oh, his, but... his next start would profile on the day of the deadline because they don't play on the A's don't play. Oh, that's right. They have another off the second off day. Uh, so right? They, they, <laughs> it's got a weird spot for Frankie, especially if they're waiting down to the final hours. He could be preparing for the start against the Angels while also preparing to get dealt in that same day. And he could find out three hours before first pitch, hey, you're sticking around. And you're starting tonight. <laughs> or uh, I wonder, I wonder if the A's will just be like, you're for sure not pitching today, Frankie. We'll just, we'll just figure this out kind of a thing. You know? See, that just, would, that would be polite of them, but who knows? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. I don't know. I, I think for Frankie, it really just depends on when Castillo goes. Yeah. Um, he's, he's the obvious number one um, of this tr- trade deadline uh, for pitching. Um, so whenever he falls, then Montas is probably going to follow pretty quickly after. Um, so it'll be interesting when he goes and what teams are in on it. Cause it, there's a couple teams that seem at least in rumors that there, there's a lot of teams that could use a guy like, like Montas, obviously. Yeah, for sure. But, I think uh, everybody would love him. Yeah. So the, yeah. yeah, it's a cap first Lance Lynn uh, tomorrow. Yeah. And then on Saturday it's Blackburn versus Johnny Cueto. And then Sunday, the A's are still TBD versus Dylan Cease. So the White Sox got some good pitchers. Paul Blackburn's got to turn around um i I think that that, yeah um (laughs) but yeah i don't it's crazy what's happening yeah paul it's it's like as soon as he was literally like as soon as he was named an all-star it's just been downhill you know yeah it's it's uh his his cutter looks a lot more hittable than it's been the first part of the season i don't know if it's just like he's lost a little bit of break on some of his pitches if he's i mean the, the big question mark with a lot of these pitchers like blackburn is like you've never pitched this much in a season yeah and now we're kind of in the dog d- days at the end of the summer and it's like hey you still have x amount of starts left <laughs> yeah dude you still got like 12 starts left like yeah, you you've got game. you've got a ways to go um so um can you hang um because i mean it, it might be different after the deadline they might decide to start skipping starts and yada yada but um i don't know i, I think he's still got his stuff he still pitches with confidence yeah. Um, he still produces weak contact and comes right at guys. Um, the walks are a little concerning how they're up a little bit, but um, it's, he's still, I use this term, um, you know, ironically normally, but he's still a gamer when he goes out there. It's like, you could tell, still tell that he's, he's going to be competitive no matter how good his stuff is that day. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if he bounces back. Um, hopefully he can do it this next start. Um but you know who knows it. It'll be a it'll be a fun series this weekend because uh, all those matches matchups should be. Uh, Lance Lynn's having a tough go right now. Yeah. Um. So, um, and it's Johnny Cueto. So that's box market. You know, yeah. <laughs> that's just pure uh, just entertainment. Just watching him throw the ball. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it should be a it should be a fun series. Um, the White Sox have been disappointing this year. 
I think a lot of people thought the White Sox would be like runaway division winners and they're not. I mean, and they're they're, spending a lot of money, I think, too. Spending a lot of money. Um, So I think, um, I think the A's could rattle off a couple more wins and it would be nice to see. I'd like to see him take two out of three against the White Sox and then roll into Anaheim. And I don't know, maybe, maybe if the going goes right, then the A's can, um, could pass up the angels in Anaheim. That would be crazy. It would be crazy. That would be, that would be uh, winning the first round of the playoffs relative to how the season. (laughs) (laughs) All right, James. Well, this James Carroll, make sure to follow him on Twitter at uprooted Oakland. Thank you so much, James. I really appreciate the time and talking A. It's always fun to talk, talk A's. Yeah. Thank you, Alex. And uh, thanks everyone who's followed and, and joined right in and uh, listened to me ramble on and on for 6,000 plus tweets. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, every game, make sure to follow him. All right, thanks a lot, James. (laughs) Thank you.